1: I'm Tracy Osborne, and you're listening to the Daring Woman Podcast. Imagine the story of a generation being altered by women who are empowered to live their truth and in turn can empower others to live theirs. It's time to rewrite the narrative. There's a lot that happens within our military that people think about and they honor the the men and women who serve and, you know, there, there's all this, this great stuff to help our vets. Um, there could be more, but there's still a lot of great stuff out there to, to help them. But what I don't know or what I don't see a whole lot of is the support that's needed for the spouses of military people, because it can't be easy to be married to somebody who is putting their life on the line save our country and having to pack up and move every few years and you know this that and the other so joining me today is Annette Wittenberger who is a military spouse and um also you were also a a army vet too is that correct yes Yes, awesome awesome well thank you so much for your service and thank you so much for joining us on the show today thank you so much now, it it can't be easy. Not only being in the service yourself, but then also being a military spouse. And and I don't know if too many support groups or anything. And maybe there are out there, but um, it, it's got to be tough. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> now, now you were also um, a chemical officer, right? And yes, I was. And you in Iraq and Afghanistan.
2: Yes, I was.
1: So, you know, on, on top of everything else that, that we've got, you've got the PTSD and anxiety and depression from being over in that nightmare. Yes. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit? Let's start with your backstory. You know, tell us a little bit about you. And then we're going to talk about this wild rife, wild ride called life as I stumble over my tongue today (laughs) and uh yeah let's just go have some fun with it
2: okay so yes as you as you stated um I am uh, I retired oh gosh almost three years ago uh we have two teenagers one I have a freshman in college and then I have a sophomore in high school I um over the course of my time serving, I did develop the uh, PTSD, depression, anxiety, and I kept it quiet for a very long time. One because, well, there is that, that stigma that's out there. You know, you sure. some some people think it's being weak. Not at all. Um, some just I just professionally, I you know I, I tried to remain strong and tough. And I, you know, just trying to prove myself as a soldier, a female, and a mom, trying to handle it all. I thought I could do it all, and it takes a toll on you. And then, you know, you're you're trying to keep your role as a military spouse as well, and that just all it just gets so overwhelming. And you're you're trying to balance it all. You're not trying to be perfect, but you're trying to be, I mean, a good role model. You want to. You wanted that person that looks like they have it together, I guess. And that's very, it's, it's, I'm not saying it's right, but sometimes that's just, that's just how we feel that. And then, you know, I, after I retired, it was no longer, I'm not perfect. I don't have it together. I need help. And that's how it came about. I just, I was no longer going to pretend anymore because it's not, it's just, that's not real life. And when you yes. hold it all in, you just kind of lose yourself.
1: Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you combine that being a woman who we're already supposed to just have our shit together no matter what, anyway. Right. Be super mom, super woman, superhero, and then you add the military on top of that with all their rigidity and expectations, and and then on top of that, you you toss in. Um, the mental health aspect of it and there is a stigma attached to that Mm -hmm. Uh, so that's that's like a perfect storm right there
2: yes yes
1: so how have you been able to handle and cope with the PTSD the anxiety and the depression now that you're out of the service
2: so right just a few months before I was going to be retired, I, it it was, it took a toll on me because I wasn't ready. I thought I had more time and I didn't. And I started writing about it. I, it it was more for me for no one to, no one to read, no one to really know about. But then I, the more I talked to, I had former soldiers that I still keep in contact with. The more I spoke with them um, about just some similarities we were going through, just being sad about getting out, just just all these feelings. I decided that I wasn't going to hide it anymore. I was going to write it. I was going to write it, and it was going to be for whoever wants to see it. And one day, that title just popped in my head. It was just so weird. I said, you know what? It is a wild ride call life. It's so crazy how our life just changes it's it's just wild and it's crazy and I I stuck with it and then I created a website and then I started blogging and then it just hit everywhere I said well I'm going to share it and it's going to be on every social media platform and it could be and whether people don't like it um I've had people who are like why how can you share all that about your life and I said because you know what I'm going to help somebody if I can help one person that's going through the same thing feel like they're not alone, then it's gonna be worth it. As embarrassing as it is as um I mean I'm telling my deepest secrets, uh from sad to happy, then they're I mean that's just how it's gonna be. It's just, it's real. Right. So
1: Right. Um, so you know I, I also suffer from depression. I have for years mm-hmm. and I've tried to just ignore it, um, you know, not realize that I'm going through an episode, uh, you know, everything I could just to stay off medication. And, you know, I finally a couple of years ago broke down and I was like, you know what, I I've got to be on the medication. I, you know, and, and I, there's, there's such a, a mindset I think around, depression and, and medication and all of that. Um, and I know that you're, you're also just from looking at, at your website, um, you're also on, on medication for that. So, yes. you know, how, how did you make that decision to, um, you know, come out of the, the depression shell and say, I, have got to get help. I, and who did you reach out to? <sighs>
2: This is a hard one. When my daughter was ten, she was this was eight years ago, I had a very bad breakdown and I missed her birthday. And she still to this day remembers that. And it oh, okay. it, it breaks my heart. Um I knew I knew then, I mean I was going through Uh, a military school and I was trying to hold it together. And when I went through that, that's when I was like, this is crazy. I can't do it. I can't, I can't. um." I needed medication. Unfortunately I needed it. and, And there's nothing wrong with it. And when people ask about it, or they talk about it, I'll tell them, yep, I'm on Prozac, but I need it because when I tried to be off of it, it just wasn't working, and not everybody agrees with it, and everybody has their own way of coping with it. But for me, that was it. When I missed her birthday, and and even now, i I've had some some meltdowns. It's not going to be perfect. It's going to happen. But now I know what I need to do. I'm going to cry it out. I'm going to stay in my room for a minute. Um, my husband's going to come in and say, "Okay." what are you doing um mm-hmm. i thought you wanted to help people you know he'll give me the tough talk where i'm looking at him like you don't know
1: kiss <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause laughs> my butt buddy <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna stay here in bed with the blanket's covering my head so <laughs>
2: exactly exactly so he'll give me a few hours then he'll be like okay it's you got to get up and i'll well, take it up I'll pout about it and yeah. then i'll get up and i'll say okay so, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, you've got to. You have to allow those emotions to happen, and you have to just go through the the emotions. If you're having a, a an anxiety attack, you know, you have to just kind of work through it. And if when you're having a, a depression episode, it just you you've got to do what you can to to get through it. And sometimes that is just staying in bed all day with the blankets pulled up over your head and, and sleeping. And sometimes we just, we have to do that.
2: Absolutely.
1: And and it's great when our support team um, knows and understands that and will allow us to have those moments, but then also we'll come in and say, okay, time's up. You're, you're done wallowing in (laughs) self-pity. Time to get off the pity pot and let's go. You know brush your teeth or something right right <laughs> <laughs> you know and and the other thing is um, mental health issues do cause us to miss out on things, and I know that it's you know I'm a mom too and and it's tough mm-hmm. um, they don't understand, and yes. you know they're all about well, you know, mom is indestructible, so why is she? hiding her head. Like she's a freaking ostrich today. Um, And you have to forgive yourself. You know, I I know that it it kills you that you missed your daughter's birthday that one time and she still remembers it. Um, But you've got to forgive yourself for that. Yes. You know, because you'll never get over it and you'll never move past it. And it's, it's done. It's over. It's in the past. You can't relive that birthday. You can't bring it back, but you can make the other's, just as good or even better right
2: right you know so
1: what are you doing to help yourself move past those kinds of things and um just really stay in the moment
2: one of the things that I tell other people and I and I tell myself it's it's okay to not be okay it is you're gonna like you said you're gonna go through it as long as you know that you're gonna pick yourself back up and you'll start again tomorrow or you'll start again in a few hours it's okay we don't always have to have perfect days it's gonna happen and knowing and writing is my therapy I know I have to put it on paper and if I share it I share it if I don't I don't but I most I usually do I usually share everything and and you know I, I get feedback and thank you for sharing it or wow I didn't know you were going through this stuff like that it's just That's what helps me. But yes, I'm. I'm Mm -hmm. gonna go through it, and then I'm gonna get back up. And that's not. I try to help people with that because it's gonna. You're. It's okay. You could cry about it. You could be depressed for a minute. But just remember. Just remember that we're still here. We woke up another day. We're here for a reason, and we still have a story to tell, and we still have other people to help. And that's just. That's the. I think that's the biggest thing. Sometimes you
1: just gotta pull up those big girl panties and yes. Out, right? Yes,
2: exactly.
1: <laughs> because, you know, life is going to happen to us no matter what and right. how we choose to handle what life tosses our way is completely up to us. And yeah, you know, we're going to have our down times, even if we don't have mental health issues, we're going to have our down times, right? Oh yes. Yes. Um, there's, there's up days, down days and in between days and you can have all, all of the emotions, Within ten minutes, you never know. Yes. Um, <laughs> but the, the point is is to experience the emotions, allow yourself to feel and and process, but don't allow those emotions to take over and take control.
2: Yes. Um,
1: yes. Have you seen the movie Inside Out?
2: Is, I, the, is it the cartoon? It's
1: The Disney yeah. one. Yeah, I bring yes, this yes. movie up a lot on the show because it's just. <laughs> that is such a great visual for me of, um, you know, what happens when you let one emotion take control and don't let the others have a say in like in, you know, yes. line, uh, to complete chaos ring. <laughs> and, um, and that's exactly what happens with us. Yes. You know, and, and I, I love that you say it's okay to not be okay. That is, is just absolutely the perfect statement right there because it absolutely is. And it's okay to be able to say I need help. Yes, absolutely. You know? And I think you know, just as women in general, we're, there, there's this expectation that we're not allowed to ask for help. Yeah. We're just supposed to do it all.
2: Not true. (laughs) Not true. And that's what I try to teach my daughter when she you know, she calls me crying at school because she's so stressed out. Okay, it's okay. You're gonna make it. If you need a tutor, ask for a tutor. There's no shame in it. Yeah. Call me any call me anytime you want. And you know, I'm I'm very blessed to have that relationship with her. But that now it's it's I'm trying to be that role model for her, even though she's seen me go through all this stuff. She, she has still seen me come out of it too, or, 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 you know, coping with it, living with it. Cause now, you know, I'm choosing to not suffer from it before I was suffering. Now I'm deciding to just live with it. This is me. This is it. And this is how I'm going to get through it.
1: Yeah. I love it. And I love that you turned to writing when I did the, uh, from survivor to thriver summit a few weeks ago. Um, that was probably the number one tool that all of our thrivers said, helped them get through whatever nightmare they had walked through was, was journaling and writing, whether it was, you know, having a blog and putting it out there for the world to see, or just a private journal that nobody sees, but them Mm -hmm. getting it out of your head. Was the most important thing right up there with you know having your support system, but it, it was definitely one of the most important tools for people. That's awesome. Whether you're a writer or not, you know, cool. and, and I agree with that. Um, and yeah, there's so much that I put out in the public myself too. And and my response is the same as yours. It's if my story helps somebody else, just one other person then it was worth putting it out there.
2: Yes. I love it. Yep.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. So, you know, what's, what's next? What's, what's next for you?
2: Oh gosh. So my goal is to get this book done by the end of the year. Um, I want it published by the beginning of next year. I, um, I want to be, I want to get on stage. I want to speak. I want to, I want to yeah. do more than
1: get out I'm there not, and help those women.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, not that blogging isn't a big deal. It is a big deal, but I just, I know that I want to be, I want to do more. I want to get out there. I want to talk about it. I want to share with more people, you know, that, that we can make it. Maybe yeah. We can.
1: So for those who are listening, who are um, military spouses in the military, out of the military, just, you know, whatever it is that's going on in their lives. And, and they're just, you know, at that point where something needs to give, what do you, what do you have to tell them? What do they do?
2: Don't be afraid to say something. Don't be afraid to reach out um, to a friend or another vet or another female, another military spouse, whoever, or if you, if you don't want to talk to, you know, a professional, don't be afraid to say, look, this is what I'm going through. I need help. I need to talk to somebody because it just, there's so many suicides lately because they don't know what to do. And it, gosh, it just, it's heartbreaking because I wish I could have, you know, we all wish we could have been there to save them. But I think the more that we're just open and the more that we try to reach out, I think it makes a difference. We just need to keep, keep trying to make more of a difference and you know, it's going to be okay. And I promise, I mean, I've been through a lot I and mean, we all have been through a lot that we haven't shared or that we have shared. And I just, I think that's just a huge thing right now is don't be afraid to say something because we, we go so long trying to keep it inside that one day we're going to explode. And it's just not,
1: Yeah.
2: we, we can't keep doing that. Just, yeah. I don't know. It just breaks my heart. <laughs>
1: I know, I know, I know. And you know, and I want to, I want to toss something out there for you, listeners, too. You know, if if you're having those moments, you need somebody to talk to. Um, I want you to, you know, remember the crisis text line. Um, it is, you know, there's always certified crisis counselors waiting for you. It's totally free. It's completely anonymous. Um, yes. So whatever you do, whatever you talk about stays there. Nobody knows who you are or anything like that, right? Um, yes. All you have to do is just text hello to 741-741 and a crisis counselor will be um, waiting to talk to you. Sometimes it does take a couple minutes and especially if it's like at night or something during our peak peak times, you may have to wait a little bit, but there will be a live person coming on to talk to you. And you Absolutely. can Absolutely. You can also go to their Facebook page and the Crisis Text Line Facebook page and um, you can send a message through their messenger and it will also connect you with somebody. So definitely reach out if you're feeling down, you're feeling depressed, you're you're just not sure which way is up, you know, uh, you feel like giving up, reach out and talk to somebody.
2: Absolutely.
1: For sure. All right. Well, Annette, thank you so much for joining us. It was great talking with you. Um, And again, thank you so much for your service. Um, You know, that's just something that we can't thank our, our vets and our our active military enough for.
2: Thank you very much for having me on. This is, it means a lot to me. Thank you.
1: It's my pleasure. Ladies, as always, thank you so much for tuning in and listening Um, again. If you need that number again, text um, hello to 741741 and a trained certified crisis counselor will be waiting to to talk to you have a great great week and we will talk to you next week on the show